We're digging into the important question of can I invest in X, whatever X happens to be, in my self-directed IRA. Let's finish this process, shall we? It's time. He's here. Now, broadcasting from SDI Central Command, in the depths of his hidden compound, located far from the rot of Wall Street and Washington, we've again established contact with our leader, Brian Ellis. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Self-Directed Investor Talk. We have a bit more to cover with you about helping you to understand which kind of assets you can or cannot purchase in your self-directed IRA. Please send your questions and comments to feedback at selfdirected.org, feedback at selfdirected.org. Now, when we left off, we were dealing with this concept of avoiding any transactions with entities to which you or any family members are substantively connected. So what does that mean? This does include any business or organizations that you or a relative own in full or in part, along with any uh, that you may not even own at all, but over which you or a relative may exert authority, like a a charity on whose board you sit, uh, or a church or civic group where you serve in leadership, or even just a business where you're not even an owner or formal advisor, but your word holds substantial sway over management. For our purposes, all of these are questionable people. And finally, anybody who is connected professionally with your IRA is a questionable person. For example, your account custodian is a questionable person. If you have a financial advisor, they are a questionable person. Any financial professional connected with your IRA is a questionable person. Okay, got it? Anybody related to you, any business or entities you hold sway over, and any professionals connected to your IRA, all these are questionable people. So with that definition, we continue onward to selfdirected.org. ASE question number five, will you or any questionable person be required to accept any obligations involving or on behalf of the IRA as part of this transaction? So for example, will there be any loans involved in this transaction? Will the assets of your IRA or the IRA itself need to be placed as collateral for those loans or for any other type of obligation being accepted by you or by any questionable person? If so, you have to answer yes to ASE question number five, this question. Now, this one is a little trickier than it seems, folks. Another way to ask it is, uh, is there any circumstance under which somebody might have the right to take your IRA away because somebody didn't do something they should have, like make a loan payment or any other type of commitment? If so, your answer is yes to this question. Uh, really, I mean, this one is tricky because some instances of this issue arise in completely surprising places. For example, does your IRA own an LLC? Does that LLC have a bank account? Does the bank account agreement contain what's commonly called a cross-collateralization clause? That means that if you have any other accounts at that bank that go below zero, the bank has the right to confiscate the account containing the IRA assets to bring the other account up to zero. Now, that's very, very common, and if such a clause exists in your banking documents, then you must answer yes to this question, or if you don't know, say, I don't know. So to repeat, are you taking any actions which would place your IRA account as collateral to guarantee that you'll perform some obligation, you or any questionable person? Now, onward to selfdirected.org ASE, question number six. Is the asset which you'd like to buy in your IRA is it currently owned or controlled in part or full by you or by any questionable person? Do you or any questionable person 
own part or all of the asset that your IRA wants to buy. Yes, no, or I don't know. And finally, onward to selfdirected.org. Asset suitability evaluation question number seven. Will you or any questionable person receive benefits at any time as a side effect of your IRA's ownership of this asset? Now, look, this is pretty broad, I know. It definitely includes the front end of the transaction. So if you or any questionable person ends up with any proceeds, that means money, from this transaction, that's a benefit, and you should answer yes to this question. But it could involve non-monetary things, too. For example, if your spouse or son or daughter are going to get a job promotion or some other perk because of your IRA's purchase of this asset, then a questionable person is receiving a benefit, and you should answer yes to this question. This extends for the full life of the transaction also, not just the acquisition. So, for example, if your IRA is buying into a business and you or a questionable person are ever likely to take a job in the future and receive a salary or other compensation from that business, then you should answer yes to this question. Similarly, if your IRA purchases an airplane to rent out via fractional ownership, for example, and one of the perks of purchasing the plane was that you and your family get special discounts or access to other planes or forms of travel, then you should answer yes to this question. So again, the question is, will you or any questionable person receive any benefits at any time as a side effect of your IRA's ownership of the asset? Your choices again are yes, no, and I'm not sure. Now, that's that's all of the uh, seven self-directed.org asset suitability evaluation questions. For each one of them, you need to have an answer that's yes, no, or I'm not sure. So how do you score your results? Pretty easy, really. If you answered yes to one or more of the four questions that are framed in red, they're on your asset suitability evaluation form that you downloaded from selfdirected.org slash 257 then you're just out of luck. Your IRA will be committing a prohibited transaction by buying the asset that you are contemplating. Likewise, if you got a score of seven for no, that means you answered no to all of the questions, that's a pretty good indicator that your asset is going to pass muster as being compliant for ownership in an IRA. Of course, this is just a guideline I'm offering you. You do need to speak with an attorney to confirm and, and speaking of attorneys, if your score for yes or I don't know is anything other than zero, then you must take it very seriously and speak with an attorney before you execute the transaction you're considering. And of course, we have uh, good attorney recommendations for you at selfdirected.org slash 257. That is also where you can download the ASE form that we just went over, selfdirected.org slash 257. Folks, there's a whole lot that we didn't even get to get to today that we're going to have to pick up tomorrow, including what's better for me, a self-directed IRA or a solo 401k, one of our most common and interesting questions. We will hit that hard tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you then. Send your questions and comments to feedback at sditalk.com. And don't even think about relying on what you've just heard as legal or professional advice because it's not that, and you know it. This show is the property of SDIP Trust. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.